0: It is harder than you may think. Yeah. All right, here we go. The (laughs) (laughs) T-bone. And Chick-Crew. Let's, God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay no one listens to radio and now for a quick disclaimer the t-bone and chick Group show is brought to you by nobody we have no sponsors the show is still rated g for glorious hello hello hi how are you welcome Let need to adjust that just a little bit hi hello hi this is hard Welcome to Season 11 of the T-Vote and Chick Brew Show. We start out a brand new season in a whole new way. We're renumbering the episodes in a a new way that is just a little uh, more conducive to the work that I have to do. But we start Season 11 with Chick Brew rotting away in a Moroccan prison. That's right, my partner is in a Moroccan prison where she has been for some time now, which is the reason why we haven't done so many shows, or any, or any shows for that matter. So, I leave it to you, <clears throat> listeners, because I I realize it's been a while since we've chatted, and uh, I, I understand that content is required to keep your listeners. So, please, uh, uh, I apologize for the two months that we've not been uh, knocking out episodes. And I can tell you that there is the potential that she will eventually escape the Moroccan prison. And when she escapes the Moroccan prison, she'll be back on board. But in the meantime, and in between time, I'm going to do my best as a solo version of the T-Bone and Chick Bruce show. Now, in the years that I've been doing this show, I have never done it alone. And I'm going to tell you, it doesn't feel good. It feels very strange and awkward. I have to envision that you're sitting there, you're standing there. You're, I have to see you in my brain. So if I've ever met you, if I've ever talked to you, you're currently in my mind audience. <laughs> and you're smiling and you're laughing. And by the way, you look amazing. So thanks for, for dressing up for the occasion. Um we're going to start with a little contest this episode. We're going to try to figure out, uh, we're going to let you take a guess. Now, before we get too far, let's go ahead and clear this up. If you if you want to be engaged in the show, we highly encourage it. So much so that we developed a fan page on Facebook years ago. It's, it's easy to find. You can just do the hashtag Lunsb. that's L-U-N-S-B, And you'll find us, or you can do it the long version. You can type in the T-Bone and Chick Brew Show, and we will come up. And that's where we try to engage you on a regular basis because we don't do this live anymore. We record it, and then we, you know, produce it, and then we put it out. So we've lost the live aspect of the show, but... We still want you to listen. We still want your input. We still want you to be involved in the show. I'm speaking to you, Mike Stanley. You've got no excuses anymore. You're retired now. Grow that freedom beard and be involved. So (laughs) you can find us just by searching the T-Bone and Chick Brew Show on Facebook or the hashtag L-U-N-S-B. That's Lunsb. And if you've been listening for a long time, you know what Lunsb means. And if you don't know what Lunsb means, you can always ask the question on the Facebook page. But it gets better. In Season 11, we're doing something even more better. What we're going to be doing is adding a phone line so that you can call in with your creepy comments. <laughs> Speaking of you, Tegan, you could <laughs> you can call in with your creepy comments. So I'm going to give you that number right now, and I'm going to make sure to start posting that on the page. The number is 904 904- 904 That's the T-Bone and Chick Brew hotline. Call on, say whatever you want. If it's funny, we'll keep it. If it's uh, sincere, we'll keep it. And then we'll try to incorporate it into the show. I don't know how long I'll be doing solo shows. I don't, I I can tell you I'm four minutes into this show and I'm not enjoying it at all. (laughs) Mainly because the audience sucks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You guys are great. Uh, it's just it's just awkward for me. So uh, I can talk, of course, I can perform, sure, but it is it is awkward when there's no one on the other side. It, not even Zeus is paying attention to me. So that's that's how desperate I am. So with that being said, think about this, if you will. I'm willing to interview you as a potential temporary co-host for the T Bone and Chick-Brew Show. Now we're not going to change the name of the show. It's still going to be the T Bone and Chick Brew show. But we will, you know, do the old uh, Broadway thing. The the, the role of Chick Brew will be currently played by. It could be you. Are you good enough at being a wingman, a wing person? A wing. <laughs> Can you be my wing person? Because I, I do the heavy lifting, I do most of the work, but I need you to look at me. And I need you to opine on occasion and say some things. doesn't have to be really, really lengthy. You do have to have a good sound setup. Now, most of today's phones can do a good sound setup. You might need to, you know, add the microphone. And, and when I'm, you know, we do, we normally record this using some type of video conferencing thing. We were doing the, the Zoom for a while, we were doing Facebook Messenger, that allows me to see her, her to see me, and us to converse and giggle back and forth while we do things. So if you're interested, if you're interested in being a temporary co-host of the T-Bone and Chick-Brew Show, I would love for that to happen. I record usually every Saturday, usually around noon, sometimes a little later, sometimes a little earlier, all depends on what's going on in my life or in my partner's life when she's not in a Moroccan prison. <laughs> when she's not in a Moroccan prison or traveling the world as she does. So that's how we open season 11 of the T-Bone, emphasis on T-Bone and Chick Brew Show. We're doing it with just me. Can, uh, can I do everything I need to do? Uh, maybe. Maybe maybe i can but what i can tell you right now is after speaking for 7 minutes i need water and uh, i'm going to go get it but you won't know because it'll be seamless seamless i tell you you don't even you don't even notice <laughs> so not only am i looking for you to uh, dial into the new phone number for the uh, 385-3977 not only am i looking for that i'm also looking for a potential temporary co-host Someone who can fill in on those days when we need to get an episode out, but we haven't really done one. And, oh yeah, oh yeah, and I I have a lot of really funny and talented friends. I I am willing to do anything you want. (laughs) Let's be careful at how we say that. Uh, if you want to host anything, if you want to host a segment of any kind, if, if you know if Mo wants to do the weather, Mo can do the weather. You want you want to do a bit, whatever the bit is, whatever the segment is, give me a call, uh, hit me up on the Facebook. Let's let's talk about it. Let's see what we can put together to have a little fun with that. Otherwise, we're going to keep doing the tried and true regular stuff. It is it is more difficult, you know. T, uh, Chick Brew, she is a chef. It is difficult to do the talking about food segment by myself because unless I put some work into it, unless I really go out there and do something, I'm not – I do stuff for the show. I, I make bread. I, uh, <laughs> I make meals. I make things. I be creative so that I can talk to my chef friend about uh, the experiment or what I'm doing right or what I'm doing wrong so that she can give me her professional opinions and inputs. But without her, whoever my temporary co-host is, I'm going to feed off of whatever your potential strengths are, whatever makes you special in the world, and we'll incorporate that somehow. So those are the things I'm looking for. looking for a temporary co-host. I'm looking for anybody out there that wants to do their own segment. We'll give you you a small segment. We've always got the guest rant where you can dial into the the new T-Bone and Chick Brew hotline. You can dial in there and do five minutes. Uh, Try to keep it clean because we are a PG show. We're actually a G show. Uh, We can go PG, but I don't want to. I like to keep it clean so the kiddies can listen. We do have, you know, kids that listen to us, believe it or not. And uh, we like those kids, mainly the Taney kids. They're really good kids. So if they want to listen, I want to keep it clean. So if you say any bad words, I'm going to use the old button and and bleep them out. But uh, if you use a lot of bad words, and I have to bleep out a lot, that it kind of loses its infices. So don't do that. Try to try to work clean. I remember, I remember the very first time I had to do a clean show. It was a, the Eagle's Nest down in Sebastian, Florida. Yes, the Eagle's Nest. It was a daytime, never do comedy in the day. It was a daytime show at a golf course, and there were kids in the audience. And, and I was still young at the time. This is over 20 years ago. I remember thinking that if I just took the bad words out of my act, that it would be appropriate for all audiences. But if you know me, it is not. It was not. <laughs> to The content, even minus the bad words, the content was still something that you wouldn't want children listening to. And, and I, I got that feedback from the 8-year-old you know, in the front row who was shuddering. At the non-profane material I was providing that day. So, remember, if you're going to do a guest read, try to keep it clean. And clean isn't just the removal of bad words. Think about that for a second. So can't really do, can't really do the uh, food segment because uh, Chick Brew is uh, still in a Moroccan prison. Again, go on the Facebook page, take your guess try to figure out what she did to get herself put in a Moroccan prison. The birthday boost, that's a thing, well, it's been two months. So if you had a birthday in, uh, what's the month that comes before June? If you had a birthday in May or June, let me just say, it came up on my Facebook. I wanted to say happy birthday on the show, but because we couldn't get a show together, I I didn't say happy birthday to you, so if you had a birthday in May or in June, and I did not wish you happy birthday, which I I don't normally do, I do it here, I want to apologize and tell you that uh, I hope you had a happy birthday, specifically to you, Dave, I called you, you didn't take my call, but I get it, life is life, and you were out having dinner with the fam, I get it. But then I, you know, tried to text you. That didn't work either. Happy birthday, Dave. I didn't forget you. Mom wouldn't let me forget you. <laughs> Not only, it's, it's so strange. In my life, I have so many people that give me reminders of the things that I'm supposed to do. Always telling me, remember to do such and such. And remember to do such and such. And it comes from multiple angles. It doesn't just come from one person. But I tell you what we can do, we can, uh, well, how are we going to do headlines? I guess I would have to look up my own headlines to make fun of. Let me. If you're new to the show, don't know what's going on, here's what headlines are about. I've got to do an opener for that. In the the headline segment, I I go out there, well, actually, Chick-Brew goes out there. She does the heavy lifting on this one. She goes out there, she finds a couple of headlines. My argument has always been, the way things are written nowadays, I don't need to read the story anymore. I just read the headline. And, and from the headline, I can tell you the rest of the story. Now, a lot of times I may be right, and sometimes I may be wrong, but I always try to be funny. So, uh, in one of those other lapses in time that you won't notice because it'll be instantaneous, I'm going to do some research, go get some headlines, and I'll be right back. But what you can do, what you can do, is you can send in headlines that you find funny or interesting just to find out what my take is going to be on them. So, with that being said, I'm going to do some uh, headline searching right now. All right, it only took me a couple of minutes to to figure that out. Uh, I've got my headlines, and uh, I have to do the sound thing. Uh, Again, all the heavy lifting being (laughs) done by me. Oh, I don't see the sound thing. How about on this one? Not seeing the sound thing. I hate when that happens. Cooking, Wheel of Destiny. That's a sign of jingle. And there's the news. All right. Don't worry, I'll edit all of that out. It's time for headlines. Our first headline comes to us from the uh, New York Daily News. It says, Swimmer suffers, and it's in quotations, possible shark bite at popular beach. Police wrap up patrols. That's the headline. A surfer suffers a possible shark bite. Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't a shark bite. It wasn't a shark bite. There is no possible, all right? Now, if if the swimmer was eaten and dead, you could say possibly eaten by a shark. But if you get a bite, that means you, you survived. You got out of the water. You can look at it. And and shark bites are pretty 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 uh, spectacular. In that, if you're bitten by a shark, you know you were bitten by a shark. There's no possible to it. Stupid headlines. But but what what could it have been that wasn't a shark? Maybe a turtle. Maybe an alligator. It doesn't matter. I, I can't think of anything in the sea that would bite me that I wouldn't be able to look at the bite and go, "ow, I can identify what animal this was. This was this was clearly a bluefin dolphin. Uh, this was I don't even know if that's a real thing. This was a this was a marlin. this was a swordfish. This was a piranha. I would be able to look at the bite. The thing that troubles me about this headline, Is it says police are going to ramp up patrols. And do what? What are they gonna do? Start firing into the ocean anytime they see a fin? Are they on the boats? I I don't know. I don't know what police patrols do for keeping people from possible shark bites at a popular beach. They don't even go so far as to name the beach. But this is the New York Daily News, and uh, the great white sharks. Yeah, Great Whites, that's correct. The Great Whites love to hang around Far Rockaway and Coney Island this time of year. Because this time of year, uh, actually within uh, the next two days, Joey Chestnut will defend his Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship once again. The man, Joey Chestnut, by the way, amazing guy. He, uh, he's done the tours. He's done the USO tours. He's gone and visited the troops around the world. And just a, just a good old boy from North Carolina who can chomp down hot dogs like nobody's business. Good luck, Joey, and uh, stay out of the water because of the police patrols and possible shark bites. That, that was our first story. Let's go ahead and get to our next one. <laughs> I clicked a button and it disappeared. Let's get it back here. What? Uh, where did it go? Where did it go? There we go. This one uh, from the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail is by far the worst when it comes to finding headlines because all of their headlines are like a paragraph long. But this one, this one is, is for you. Venice will charge tourists 10 euro to visit the city in world first as officials set up online booking system To combat overcrowding. Venice is now going to charge an admission fee to visit the city. The Daily News or the 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 Daily what is the World Daily some British newspaper out there (laughs) thinks that this is a world first but it is not a world first British newspaper because Disney has been doing this stuff for years. And it's much more expensive than 10 euro. What is the admission to get into Disney these days? Your uh, kidney? Uh, your firstborn? It's got to be in the upper, upper teen. <laughs> it's got to be close to 100 bucks a person these days. I don't know. I, I, I Of course, I've been to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. And I did that as a father doing it with his children. But I have never return, nor will I ever return as an adult to pay to go to a city that does charge tourists for entering, and it is a city, it is his own city, Disney World is its own incorporated city, has its own police department, its own garbage system, yeah, this is not a world first. Now, I've been to Venice a couple of times, I really enjoy Venice, and I don't know how you're going to charge tourists the online booking system. So basically, uh, I see how this is going to happen. They're going to put it out there that you you have to pay 10 euro to visit Venice. And they're going to give you a little receipt or a little app on your phone or something along those lines. And you're going to be regularly accosted as a a non-Italian roaming the streets of Venice. You're going to be regularly accosted by the policia by the carabineri and they're going to demand your papers. And if you haven't paid your 10 euro to visit Venice, what are they going to do? They're going to fine you. And usually it's right on the spot. Just give it give us all your money right now. Viva Italia. That's what it is. It's a stupid stupid idea. If you really wanted to control overcrowding in Venice, you would, you know, establish like, I don't know, maybe a wall. Maybe wall off the city uh, you could you could call it a fence or a partition. You could call it whatever you want, but actually put a put a barrier around the city, and then at points in the barrier you allow people to come in. That that is really the only way you could do this without. I can't I can't wait. I I, I probably will never visit, visit Venice again, but I, I can't wait to not pay the ten dollars. Or 10 euro, excuse me, the 10 euro. Hey, if you find yourself in Venice and you end up having to pay the 10 euro just to visit the city, not to do anything in particular, but just to walk around Venice, which is a great walking city, by the way. uh, Tell me about it. I'd love to hear about it. Anybody who ever experiences this or who's ever had to pay admission to any other city, I'd like to hear about that, too. Remember... You can reach out to us on the Facebook page just by searching the T-Bone and Chick Brew Show, or you can call us on the new T-Bone and Chick Brew hotline. That's 904-385-3977. Normally, I only do two headlines, but today I thought I'd be a little extra. And... I'd consume up a little bit more time that isn't currently being used by my co-host who's in a Moroccan prison. But remember, I'm also looking for a temporary co-host. So you can call a hotline at 904-385-3977 and possibly be my temporary co-host. The next headline comes from the, the, the wonderful people at NPR. That's a national public radio for you that uh, do not know what NPR is. They are the least interesting least excitable broadcasters on the planet. NPR has a headline on their website that says this. Oh, wait, i got to hit the button. It just isn't the same without the button. The headline says, Monthly car payments have crossed a record $700 what that means. That's, that's the headline. It doesn't even finish the second. It's not even a question mark. It's not a period. It's just what that means. Monthly car payments have crossed a record $700. What that means. I'll tell you what that means. The rent is too daggone. <laughs> no. It's called inflation. And not to go on a political rant here, but if your government is spending more money than it has, is printing money that it does not have on a regular basis, there's, there's an interesting statistic out there right now about all the money currently in circulation has been printed within like the last two years. All of the U.S. money currently in circulation has been printed within the last two years because their U.S. Mint people are just banging it out. I guarantee you those people are pulling down over time. Machine after machine just kicking out dollar bill, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. What does a $700 car payment look like? What it looks like is a young man with a reenlistment bonus. What it looks like is a nuke submariner. That's, that's what it looks like. $700 a month is weight. I mean... If that is what the average is becoming, there are a lot of people out there making really bad decisions with their money at a time when they should be very careful with their money because, oh, man, this economy is not fun at all. Not fun at all. I am interested. I am always interested in your input, and here's one of the questions that I would put out to you. What are you doing to save money? What are you personally doing to save money? I'm interested. I, uh, we, (laughs) we are knocking down the gas bill by buying things. It's the stupidest thing. We are buying stuff we don't need (laughs) so that we can get the discount points so that we can pay less in gas. So we'll spend $30 on stuff that's just going to sit in the cabinet for a couple of years so that we can save 10 cents a gallon on gas. You know what? It makes us feel like we're doing our part. But I mean, I currently I think I get like 90 cents off a gallon. So that's that's cool and who knows? There there may be a reason that I need uh, 12 air fresheners and 16 bottles of hand soap. There may be a reason for that. You never know. You never know what the next pandemic might, might bring. The next pandemic you you won't have to wear a mask, but you will have to use like aloe vera coconut Hand washing soap in order to, 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 to <laughs> match. <Imagine. laughs> so we know the big pharma, the big pharmaceutical companies have made a fortune, have made a ton of money because of COVID. You know, this is this is our vaccine, and our vaccine works, and the government's going to buy all of it, and and m- all of it and more at an exorbitant price, and and our stockholders are going to be very very happy. I don't trust the pharmaceutical companies. You, regular listener, you already know this. You already know this. Because back in the 1990s, there was a man who who went up against Big Pharma and they, they murdered his wife. A one-armed man broke into his house and murdered his wife, if you, if you know the story. What I, I found interesting is uh, Dr. Richard Kimball, the 90s version that I know, Harrison Ford, There was a 60s version of Dr. Richard Kimball. There was a TV show about the fugitive 30 years before the movie. And you know what that means? That means for, uh, since the 1960s, and here it is 2020, Jesus, Lord, that's how many years? 60s to, to zero, that's 40 and 20, that's 60 years. 60 years Hollywood has been trying to tell us that big pharma will kill you do not trust big pharma yes the fugitive was actually a tv show in the 60s before it was a movie in the 90s and both of them had the same plot man's wife murdered because of big pharma don't trust big pharma back to the record car payments what kind of car are you getting for 700 just think of the loan that you're taking out i often wonder how people are driving the cars that they drive i know me, I drive the wheels off my car, generally. But for some strange reason, lately, I've gotten kind of an itch. I want to upgrade. I, I, I do. I feel like I've worked hard. I feel like I've earned it, and I want to do that. But uh, I, I wouldn't take on a $700-a-month car payment because your car payment should never it should never be that high. If you're buying a car that is that expensive, or that costs $700 a month, you, prob- you should be making enough money just to buy that car outright. But if you're young and impressionable and, you know, you're trying to be impressionable or impressive to other people, you're going to buy a car that's more than you can afford. And you shouldn't do that. And there is nothing funny to be said there except, uh, thanks for the headline, NPR, Whatever. Moving on to uh, the next segment in what is normally the T-Bone and Chickper Show, but is now just the T-Bone Show. T-Bone, I don't know why I always have an issue saying that, but uh, we're going to spin the Wheel of Destiny and see what comes up, but i got an idea what it's going to be. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It landed on the Book of Everything, Everything. Everything is everything oh thank you lauren uh, hill lauren hill for that wonderful little rendition there the book of everything hard covered book i actually go through it uh, let me give you a little history on this i like strange odd weird things I'm a, I'm a big fan of those if i didn't hit this record button right now oh okay i did boy i was about i we've done that before If you go back in time and look at the lost episode, we actually, we did a whole hour and I never hit the record button and, uh, okay. So, uh, the book of everything is a hardcover book. It's got a bunch of strange and unusual facts in it, things that you've probably most likely never heard of before. I find it fun to learn new things and I like to share them with you. So usually what we do is we go into the book of everything and we pull out two facts that we never, ever heard of before. And because I'm not doing video conferencing, the lighting in the studio is very, very dim. So I have to to put the book in a very weird way to uh, see what it is. Okay, here we go. Fact number one. Slavery was not made a statutory offense in the UK until April the 6th 2010. Wow. It took them a few years, apparently. <laughs> Actually, you think about why. why. Why did it take them until 2010 to put a law on the books that made slavery illegal in the UK? Well, Think about what was happening in 2009 with the, uh, what do you call it, the Arab Spring and the toppling of uh, governments and the invasions and destructions that was being done by one of the most peaceful presidents of our time. Remember those days when we were just bombing uh, countries? We, we've, we always bomb countries, but uh, yeah. Anyway, when we, when we removed the leadership in some of these countries... Uh, Slavery came back. And, uh, you know, as as much as people want to hate on the white man for all of the white man slavery, people tend to forget that slavery is a thing that humans have been doing to each other for... I I would imagine cavemen had slaves. I, I wouldn't go as far back to... Maybe once we converted from Neanderthal, once we moved out of that lineage... There was slavery, and it was whites capturing other whites and making them slaves, and blacks capturing blacks, and browns capturing browns. There's unfortunately not a fan, let's be clear, but there's always been slavery. Now, we had this little thing in America a couple of hundred years ago. Oh, and we, you know, we're celebrating the weekend. So Gettysburg is this weekend. These are things I don't know until I became a Pennsylvania night person. I don't know what a Pennsylvania person's called but yeah apparently Gettysburg which I you know know a little bit about from the history books uh, is this weekend all of the reenactors are going to go to Gettysburg and they're going to do these big reenactments of the battle of the charges and all the things that happened in Gettysburg Pennsylvania as part of America's Civil War where Americans went to war with other Americans to Among other things, there were other factors there, but one of the things was to stop the practice of slavery in America. A noteworthy cause that people were willing to kill and die for here in the United States. But when you hear about slavery in the United States, it seems to lose its context in a world historical perspective. And it's always, you know, rich, white slave owners in America but we lose the fact that poor whites were killing and dying to keep and uh, to get rid of slavery and that slavery had existed for thousands of years before that but the Arab Spring slavery takes on a whole new level I saw the videos it's on YouTube they're selling people in the ports just like what used to happen and a year later The U.K. finally puts a law on the books that says "Eh, slavery's bad, can't do it, it's illegal. That's that fact. Let's go with the next fact here. (laughs) I like this one. Jack Bauer, the lead character in the TV series 24. Anybody remember 24? It was was a good show. It wasn't realistic at all. I always wanted to do a version of 24 Jacksonville because I was in Jacksonville when 24 was popular I always wanted to do 24 Jacksonville where, like, you know, the clock would start ticking at the beginning of the hour and then would just be Jack Bauer in his car. And then at the end of the hour, the time would run out and Jack would still be in his car because somehow he never had to worry about traffic or traffic jams or traffic, you know. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, Jack Bauer, the lead character of the TV series 24, killed – 112 people in the first five seasons of the show. Did you know that? Did you know that Jack Bauer was a prolific murderer? Well, I'm sure they were all justified homicides. I'm sure they were. <laughs> 112? Oh man! At what point does he get pulled in? Like, hey, Jack, I need to talk to you about, uh, you know, the murders. <laughs> All right, so in our regular in a regular show, there's Christina, there's me, we're talking back and forth, and then there's this show, and it's just me. And I've tried to incorporate some of the elements of the show, but honestly, without someone else to talk to, without someone else, I I, kind of covered the birthdays. But uh, you know what? I like the birthday boost song so so much. I'm going to do this anyway. And the only birthday boost I'm going to do this time around is to my brother, David. I didn't, I didn't talk to him on his birthday, even though many, many people reminded me not uh, to talk to him on his birthday. I waited too late to call. We didn't get through. So he's, he's a great guy. He's a good man. He works hard, takes care of the lovely family. He's just, he's, he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? He's good egg. And I, I wish him nothing but the best forever and ever. Amen. Uh, so that's gonna be the sole birthday boost for this week. I make these. Uh, I make these intros. So I'm using these intros because I'm by myself. I'm using them anyway. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing: you know f- all. For those of you who don't know, Master Chef is back on the air right now. This season, they've decided to take all the losers from the previous seasons and put them. On the show. So this is uh, uh, another chance to win the MasterChef competition. The most realistic thing I've ever seen on MasterChef actually occurred in this week's episode where Alejandro, our strange foreign chef, coming back for a chance to win the big prize, dropped a pan full of steaks on the floor. And the camera person caught it. Not only did the camera person catch it, Mr. Gordon Ramsay himself caught it. And you can imagine how that went. It wasn't very polite. It was quite profane, because Alejandro thought it was perfectly acceptable to pick up the steaks and put them on the grill to serve them to members of the U.S. Coast Guard. That's right, in Los Angeles Station, apparently they don't have any chiefs. I spent the whole episode looking for an anchor. There wasn't any. But there was a bunch of JGs, and the JGs were apparently the only ones sending food back. You didn't see, you didn't see like the petty officer third class or the semen apprentice. I, I'm sorry, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really uh, happy with the chimichura sauce that is accompanying my uh, protein. You didn't see that. But you did see the young officers like, I, yeah, I'm not very happy with this. If I was at an actual restaurant, I would have sent this back. Of course you would, sir. Of course you would. So, look at that. We actually did talk about cooking. Hey, in case you don't know, the uh, Comedy Zone, Harrisburg, has actually partnered with the Pennsylvania Blood Bank. And I think I've made a commercial for them. So, where did it go? Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, boy. I think it's this one. Get your laugh on and save a life. The Harrisburg Comedy Zone in partnership with the Central Pennsylvania Blood Bank offer two free passes for every single pint of blood donated. Quick clarification, it must be your blood. One pint, two free passes. That's almost the junkie rate for a plasma donation. Did you know a single pint of blood can save as many as three lives? Did you know the Harrisburg Comedy Zone features amazing talent from all over the country every single weekend? Did you also know that blood expires and the Central Pennsylvania Blood Bank is in regular need of donations? For more information on how you could save a life and have a laugh, visit cpbb.org and harrisburgcomedyzone.com. That's one word Harrisburgcomedyzone.com. I gotta tell you, I, I'm really proud of that. I'm, I'm proud of that little uh, commercial that I did. And I did that with this reminder. If you have anything that you want advertised, I am willing to advertise it for you. I am willing to do that. I'll make up a promo just like that. I'll make it nice. It's got the background music. It's got the professional voiceover. And it could be for anything. You know, I think, uh, what did I do? The uh, Melanie makes quilts.com. It's fake. It's a fake ad. I, I made it for fun. To let you know what uh, is possible in our near future, there is the possibility that Chick Brew will get out of prison and we'll be able to get her back on the show. But in the absence of a, a clear date next Saturday, I may need a, a temporary co-host. So if you're willing to do that, give us a call on the T-Bone and Chick Brew hotline. That's 904-385-3977. And let's see, what else am I working on? I'm Here's a fun thing I'm actually working on. I found out for recently who the all right so you know i i like most of you flip through my phone you know instagram is fun i like the reels i like to look at them i'm not a big tiktok person but a lot of tiktok stuff translates or uh, is converted into the instagrams but there's this comedian out there by the name of carter anderson and carter makes these videos. I hope you've seen them. They're, they they get around. Or or maybe, and again, I don't understand algorithms. I love using the word. I don't understand the concept. I thought for a while there, everybody owned a Rhodesian Ridgeback. I just, because I guess as I'm scrolling through and I see a Rhodesian Ridgeback and it makes me laugh or smile and I hit the little heart there, well, I, I guess the algorithm has just started sending me more and more. So I've now I'm following all of these dogs, and, and I'm like, Jesus, does everybody have one these days? Until recently, I was like, no, it has to be something in the computer that's making this happen. And, and Carter Anderson may be the same way. First of all, you might not have heard the name because so many people are sharing his work product under their names that when it comes up on Instagram, it has their name, not his name. And until very recently, I didn't know who he was, but I found out who he was. So, you know, unsolicited advice, kind of like what Jim Holden gave us on this show, which I failed to follow today. Now, maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, I I sent him some unsolicited advice. I was like, hey, man, you're hilarious. I I enjoy you. But, you know, I did not find out who you were to until today. And I've probably seen a hundred of your videos. I'm going to use the word "witch," okay? Because there's kids, and and "witches" is, is not a bad word. But if you if you don't know what videos I'm talking about, it's the two eyeballs in a mouth, and it's a battle. No matter what it is, it's Wendy's, it's Wendy's against McDonald's and the fries, and and, and the CVS against writing, and it's all of these battles. And he writes some very clever material, but uh, his emphasis of the word "witch." <laughs> You got the worst fries, witch! You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, uh, if you've seen them, you know what I'm talking about. They're very funny. I found out it was him. I sent him a message like, hey, man, you're hilarious, but you should probably put your name on these videos somehow because, you know, I've seen a hundred of your videos and I never knew your name until now. And he hit me back. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, but that's, that's the nature of the beast. And I understand that it is the nature of the beast. But he, he also, you know, is like, hey, just, you know, do me a favor, report it when you see it. And that left me with so many questions, and I've reached out to him. I'm trying to secure an interview with him, get him to talk about it. I wanted to find out, if you did that, would they be as popular? Now, I, I mean, the man has a work product, and I want to help him protect his work product, and I'm all about snitching. I, I ain't worried about stitches, you know what I'm saying? you want me to help defend your work product I'll report them but if you did that would I see less of them or is it this algorithm thing working in the background once again that you know because Stacy Ann is the one reposting his videos her name shows up I like her and boom I'm, I'm getting all of her stuff or this this Clark guy with the the Chinese family he, he posts I see him all the time anyway do us all a favor Look him up for yourself on the on the Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. His name is, I I just I said his name multiple. Oh, Carter Anderson. <laughs> look him up on Carter Anderson. Not uh, necessarily children friendly, so kids, uh, you just have to trust mom and dad to look up on this one and see some of his videos. They're very funny, uh, they're very entertaining, and uh, you will think about using the word witch. A, a lot more often <laughs> it's just it's because it's just the way it's done it's very i enjoy it so hopefully we can uh, get him in for an interview get uh, talk to him a little bit i have uh, reached out to big baby who you know we we went a long time without talking and i, I reached out to him and and we have talked and we're looking at uh, getting getting something together for the show and of course uh yeah there's there's things in the works Season 11 is going to be a little bit different. I don't think we're going to go to video yet. It's just going to be the the podcast format, but that's okay. It's a little less work for me to do, you know, if you don't mind. So uh, with that being said, I think I'm going to wrap this up this week. Uh, it is my anniversary. Uh, I, uh, I have been with my wife for 11 years, and, and it is continued proof that hypnotism works. It does work. <laughs> I uh, I'm taking her out to dinner. We're going to have a wonderful time, enjoying each other's company. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. And uh, as always, I remind you if uh, you know just be the best person that you can be. And if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And Chick Brew from prison in Morocco would also remind you. Don't forget, you. Are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check, check out, out the Daryl McLean, McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Daryl McLean, McLean show. show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot.